How's it going? I'm Xander Fryer, just another millennial corporate dropout turned entrepreneur. Since quitting my day job as an engineer just over four years ago, I built a multi-million dollar coaching business, mentoring seven-figure business owners, professional athletes, award-winning musicians, Hollywood actors, best-selling authors, and hundreds of aspiring entrepreneurs. I truly believe that when we couple the right knowledge with a strong desire for action, anything is possible. But most of us are never given the right knowledge, the shit you don't learn in college. The Sidlik Podcast shares interviews from the world's most successful people in business, finance, sports, health, and entertainment in order to help you live a life filled with more money, more meaning, and more freedom than you ever thought possible. Get ready to learn the shit you don't learn in college. All right, all right. How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Shit You Don't Learn in College. I'm your host, Xander Fryer, and today we are going to be digging into part two of our three-part mini-series on the three exercises for creating a life vision, creating complete clarity on your goals in life. Now, uh, a little bit of a backstory if you didn't watch part one. Uh, these three exercises are the three exercises that I used to help me get clarity and quit my nine to five job. And they are three exercises that I do every single year that help me accomplish 80% of the big, crazy, uh, audacious goals that I set every single year. And for all of our Shade Online College fans out there, if you've gotten any value from this podcast, don't forget to go to www sydlicbook.com, sydlicbook.com to grab your copy of the new number one bestseller, Shit You Don't Learn in College, available now. All right, let's dig right into it, friends. So like I mentioned before, these three exercises are incredibly powerful, and I do them every single year to make sure that I am moving in the right direction with my life, my business, uh, everything like that. And really important, really important to understand why these three exercises are so powerful in working together, right? If you think of uh, these three exercises, if you do each one individually, they're helpful, but the power really comes from utilizing these three exercises together to get clarity. Now, think of a Venn diagram, right? Now, if you look at a Venn diagram with three circles, uh, if you don't know what a Venn diagram is, Google it, Google Venn, V-E-N-N, diagram. <laughs> uh, if you're listening to this while running on a treadmill, please don't try and Google that while you're running on a treadmill. But uh, if you if you Google Venn diagram, or if you look at a Venn diagram with three uh, three circles, you know, one circle gives you, uh, you know, a little bit of clarity, an area to look at. And then as soon as you add the second circle, the areas that they overlap, you get more specific. And then when you add a third circle, where all three circles overlap and intersect, there's the, a much smaller, much clearer uh, space and direction that you need to go through. And this is why these three exercises work so well together. When you do one, it's helpful. When you do two, you're like, oh my God, I'm starting to get you know, a lot of clarity. When you do all three, it's the area that intersects between all three of these exercises that if you follow an area, the area that intersects between all three of these exercises, you're going to move your life in a direction that I guarantee will bring you more joy, more success, more fulfillment, more happiness. Now, the first exercise that we did in part one uh, is the five spokes exercise or creating the five spokes uh, vision of your ideal life. Now, if you have not listened to that episode, make sure you listen to that episode after you listen to this one. Go back and do that one as well. But this exercise is what I call um, the 20 things you love. And basically, uh, what this is, it's learning to learn what it is that you really love and what you enjoy in life. Now, the Dalai Lama once said, uh, you can use your joy as a compass 
Uh, use your joy as a compass for the direction that you're supposed to go in life. If you follow your joy, uh, you will always be aligned and you will always be fulfilled. Now, the problem with that in today's society that I have noticed, having worked with thousands of people, uh, is that most of the time, to follow your joy, you actually have to face your fears. That's right. This sounds really weird. Uh, I'm not talking about taking the easy route. I'm talking about following your joy. And following your joy, a lot of the times, re results in you having to face your fears. It results in you having to uh, face criticism, judgment, uh, challenge social norms or what the world told you you should want, right? You know, it's it's the job that you should have want, the career that you should have want, the money that you should have made. And it doesn't actually bring you joy. It makes you appear successful to your parents, to your friends, to your family, but not necessarily to yourself, right? So oftentimes what I have found is to truly follow your joy, sometimes you actually have to follow your fear. You actually have to follow what scares you, right? So, but I'm going to lead you through uh, your joys exercise and going through this process will provide a lot of light, uh, a lot of clarity around, you know, some directions, some decisions you might want to make in your life uh, moving forward. Now, it's very, very simple. This exercise doesn't take more than 10, 15 minutes. And I don't want you to overthink it. So what I want you to do, what I want you to do is just take out a sheet of paper or a Word document or a notepad on your phone. And you're just going to write down 20 things that you love to do. Don't overthink it. 20 things that you love to do. And that might be reading a good book. It might be dancing. It might be working out. It might be grabbing a drink with friends. It might be traveling. It might be... Uh, hugs. It might be having sex with your partner. It might be, you know, whatever it might be. What are 20 things that you love to do? And just take five minutes. It doesn't need to be more than five minutes and just write out 20 things that you love to do. And then once you've written out 20 things that you love to do, what you're going to do next is you're going to go back to that list and right next to the 20 things that you love to do, you're going to write out why. You're going to write out why you love to do these things, right? And this is this is going to be what requires a little bit of critical thought. It requires you to take things a little bit deeper, right? You know, for me, I might love reading a good book. I love traveling. I love uh, I love coaching people. I love um, solving tough problems. I love create. I love drinking a nice glass of tequila with friends or family. I love eating good food, right? These are all things that I just love to do. So why do I love these things? Why do I love traveling? Well, I love traveling because it, it causes me to uh, gain new experiences and new perspectives and learn about new cultures and new people. Why do I love reading a good book? Because I love, you know, because I love learning and, and, and growing as a person. Why do I love coaching others? Because I love to help. I love to serve. I love to, uh, you know, see others thrive. Why do I love drinking a nice glass of tequila? Because I love just being present and in the moment and, and enjoying life, right? Why do I love spending time with my, my wife, Maddie? Because I love connecting deeply with her. Right. So why do you love the things that you love to do? And then once you've written down next to each one of these 20 things that you love to do, I want you to take a look at these reasons why. And what we have found after having worked through this exercise with over a thousand people, and I've done this exercise probably at least uh, a dozen times, um, Every single person we've ever worked with has somewhere between three to five paradigms. I call them paradigms or principles that run through their, their life that bring them joy and fulfillment. Three to five paradigms. So I want you to take a look at this list of 20 things, and I want you to find your three to five paradigms, okay? 
And I'll give you an example. For me, when I do this list, every time that I've done this list, my three to five paradigms come out the same. And they're, you know, they're, and sometimes they switch orders in terms of how many each thing comes up for me, but uh, they always come out with, I love to learn. That is, that is always one of my top ones. Everything combines, you know, that's why I love to travel. That's why I love to read a good book. That's why I love to do masterminds. That's frankly, that's why I love entrepreneurship because it requires me to constantly learn. Um, then one is uh, I love to uh, deeply connect with others. I love to deeply, deeply connect with others. And that's why, uh, you know, I love hugs. That's why I love conversations with uh, with friends. That's why I love um, spending time with Maddie. I love deep connection, uh, deep, meaningful connection with others. Um, uh, and then uh, another one for me is just I love being present. I love being present in the moment. I love being present in the moment. So when you look at these things, uh, when you look at these uh, 20 things that you love to do and why, you'll find three to five paradigms that run throughout your entire life of what actually brings you joy. Now, the reason this is important is because if you, you know, if you think, oh, you know, if I love to read a good book, then I, you know, I should probably try and build a life around reading good books. Well, no, if you can find the paradigm that you love to learn, right, deep and meaningful things, then what you're going to do is once you find these three to five paradigms, you're going to uh, you're going to work on creating a life where you can spend as much time and as much energy and focus as possible on these three to five paradigms. So I'm not necessarily going to build a life where I just travel all the time. I could, uh, but I'm not going to build a life where I'm just traveling all the time, even though that is one of the 20 things I love to do. But why do I love to travel? Because I love to learn. I love to understand. I love to grow as a person. Well, that brings me to one of my paradigms of wanting to constantly grow in a deep and meaningful way. So I can absolutely create a life where my career, my life, my business, my you know, majority of my time and energy is spent constantly learning and growing or deeply connecting with people, even if it doesn't mean I'm constantly reading books or I'm constantly traveling. Can you see what I'm doing here? I don't necessarily need to do the specific thing, but if I can find the deeper reason why I love these things, then I can create a life with more of that in it, right? And the goal here, the goal here is to create a life where you are spending you know, maybe 80 plus percent of your time in these three to five paradigms. And obviously it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen all at once. You're not just going to wake up one morning and all of a sudden go from spending, uh, you know, 10 or 15% of your time on these things that bring you joy to 80%. But I will tell you right now, about five years after I quit my job now, looking back, I'm like, yeah, for the last several years, I definitely spent 80% of my time growing, you know, deeply connecting with others and serving them and being present and in the moment. I, I absolutely spend a life, you know, that's my life right now, where 80% of my time is spent doing that. Now, I don't say 100% because there's always going to be shit that you're going to have to do that you don't want to do, right? So uh, that's just the truth. There's always going to be shit that you're going to have to do that you don't want to do, especially as you're building towards that life. You know, I I personally think that, you know, the biggest load of shit is like uh, when people say, like, do what you love and you never have to work a day in your life. It's like, yeah, I think that's a really good excuse to not work hard, in my opinion. Personally, there's actually, by the way, there was actually a study done at Harvard that found that people that say do what you love, uh, they found out that they're actually some of the least successful people in the world. And what they found was you should find something meaningful and fulfilling and work really hard at it. And eventually you will find love and passion in it uh, and meaningful fulfillment as well. So just a side note there. But I always think that there's going to be things that you're going to have to do that you don't love. Uh, but if you can get to a life where 80% of what you do is is aligned with you, is part of those paradigms, 
I guarantee you will be happy. You will be fulfilled. You will never be regretful in your life when you're at that point. And I can tell you that because I'm at that point right now, right? So this is what this exercise is for, is you take a look at what really matters to you, what brings you joy, what brings you fulfillment. And then over the next few months, the next few years, you start to ask yourself, how can I build a life that is more aligned with this. When you're posed with uh, a decision, a, you know, a cross in paths, do I take this job or that job? Do I quit my job and start this coaching business or, or this uh, e-com business or this entrepreneurial business? Do I, do I go after this or do I go after that? When you're faced with these decisions, you can compare, you know, just like we we're talking about with the Venn diagram. Okay, does this lead me towards living a life more aligned with my three to five paradigms or not? And then we go look at the five spokes. Does this lead me toward a life where I can build towards this five spokes ideal vision or not? And maybe you can do it on a scale of one to 10. On a scale of one to 10, how, how much does this bring me towards that ideal five spokes vision? On a scale of one to 10, how aligned is this with my three to five paradigms? And that can start to help you make decisions in your life one after another that will lead you down the correct path to having that ideal vision and living a life more aligned with what really matters to you. Now that's all we have for today's episode. So don't forget that knowledge without action yields nothing. So make sure that you implement what you learn here with us today. And for all of our shit you don't learn in college fans out there, if you got any value from this podcast, don't forget to go to Amazon and grab the shit you don't learn in college book available now. All right, that's all we have for today, folks. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Shit You Don't Learn in College. And if you did, please share this episode on your social media and tag at Xander Fryer. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and give us a five-star rating so you don't miss any other great episodes. We can only spread our message when you share this knowledge with the others that need it. So we really appreciate the support. Thanks a ton. Thanks a ton.